Hi, welcome back to the podcast. In this week's Parsha, Parshas Achremois, I'm going to do something slightly risky. But not risky in the classical sense of talking about something controversial. I'm going to do something risky once again from Rav Hirsch's standpoint, is we're going to talk about something very old, very ancient, something very disconnected from our lives. But through his viewpoint, through his lenses, he brings out the relevance in a very genuine, loyal way to the Jewish tradition. What I mean is it's often easy to take classical ideas that everybody's spoken about and show how they're inspirational. But what Rav Hirsch does is he takes the ideas that people don't talk about, ideas that are so, they're very disconnected from our daily experience, and not only our daily experience, our religious identity. They're distant because they relate to things in ancient times. But he shows how that very old message in a symbolic way is so relevant and so perennial to the human condition, and specifically the Jewish religious tradition. So by way of suggestion to how to keep us tied to this idea that on one level is very disconnected from our lives, but then again the message being so relevant, is to view what's happening here as a drama. A drama being enacted by the Kohen Gadol. So what is our drama? What is our case study? The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur would shift clothes. Yom Kippur, the day that is dedicated to moral renewal, to reflecting on where you've gone wrong and how you will strive to do better, the Kohen Gadol would shift. He would shift his clothes from the white clothes, the big day Lovon, to the gold clothes, the big day Zahav, the gold clothes representing this ideal state in their elaborate colors and gold, this ideal state that humanity, that the Jewish people are striving towards, and white clothes, the recognition of the low state of man, the growing state of man, the state that man is in, in his imperfect human condition. But this is where Rav Hirsch's genius really comes out, because he points to another variable, these seemingly disparate ideas, and draws them together into a pattern and into a message that makes this drama truly come alive. He was required to wash, he was required to go to the mikveh, he was required to do an immersion between the shifting of these two clothes. Now that shows us from Rav Hirsch's standpoint, that it wasn't just the changing of the clothes. There wasn't these two independent ideas. They were drawn together. Now, this is significant from a biblical perspective because the avoider in the Besamikdosh, the service in the temple, was what gave things their intrinsic value. It wasn't just an event or it wasn't just acting out a certain service. The service had legal ramifications. And this is where you see Rav Hirsch drawing upon Jewish law to enrich his symbolic explanation. It wasn't just a shifting of clothes. These shifting of clothes were drawn together, were fused with this avoider of going to the mikveh between the shifting of the clothes. Fusing them together, both in action, but also in message. And this is really where Rav Hirsch's insight becomes so relevant. He says that the idea of the shift between these two positions, this oscillation between on the one side the moral ideal and on the other side where we are is only interesting or more like the entire moral journey of the human being is only interesting as if we're able to take this dynamic into account we're able to take these two oscillating sides into account when we strive to go higher it is only in relationship to where we came from meaning only if we recognize where we are and we use an ideal as a measuring stick as the inspiration to where we want to go. Now this was illustrated or demonstrated or acted or dramatized symbolically with the Kaihain donning the clothes of gold. He was in the white. 
the transition itself is a part of the service to the gold. Meaning it's not in isolation, the gold. He's not sitting there in the gold, so to speak, in this moral abstraction. Something that you could maybe connect to Christianity. This idea of their saviour being this perfect being that we're striving to look at. But, but there's this moral and spiritual perfection that is embodied there that is not relatable. The relatable of the Jewish heroes were that they were men. And that is being dramatised out here. They start in the big day love on the white clothes, representing the lowly part of man, man in his first stages of the moral journey, and they transition to the big day Zahav, to the golden clothes, representing this journey upwards, that the gold is a yardstick, moral perfection is a yardstick in which I'm measuring myself today. And them being fused together by this middle ground, this middle ground being part or as significant as the changing of the clothes themselves. This shift between the two, this middle ground, is what gives it its validity because it joins them together. But now the gold also has to be removed. The gold has to be removed and then applied to your life. The gold has to be removed. You have to take yourself out of that area of abstraction. You have to take yourself out of that area of the ultimate goal, this gold, and you have to go back to the Lovon, you have to go back to the big day Lovon, you have to go back to the white garments. That stage in life, we need to go back to the way we are on the ground, and remember, we haven't achieved that goal yet. We have to internalize the message. Now we see that oscillation, that shift back to the lowly part of man, but internalized with this growth, with this inspiration from the gold. And each stage being connected with this avoider, with this service of the washing, this service that joins these two sides together. But then we see the shift happen again. And this happened again and again throughout the day when the Koyan Godel was serving. Once in the white, the striving is needed. Once in the gold, the remembering to bring that inspiration down, to bring that education down, to bring that moral inspiration down. Back down to the Lavan to the white. So this dramatization of the moral mission, of the moral journey of the human being, was being dramatized out by the Kohen Gadol in how he donned the different clothes, and then being inextricably linked with this extra avoider, this extra service of the washing. So just to recap, we spoke about the idea of the Kohen Gadol's job was there as an inspiration to the people, and we spoke about how this was dramatized out with the clothing that he wore, the big dig gotzov, the gold clothes, representing moral perfection, the ultimate goal. The white clothes representing the reality. Man in his lowly state. The first stages of the moral journey. The avoider, the service of washing, and how the eye were linked together with service. The changing themselves was part of the service. Showing that these two ideas are linked. This tension between the two of them is linked. And that is the moral journey. That is the religious journey. That when you are in the white, you have to strive for the gold. And that is the point of the white. And that is the point of the gold. But once you're in the gold, the journey is to go back to the white. To bring what you have learned down to the white. Now, I know this sounds very abstract. But that is the abstraction of the moral journey. But it ends off in a beautiful way. The last shift was to his regular clothes. The last shift was to the clothes of his everyday work. He would go on the street in these clothes. That last shift also had a joining, a, a glue 
of this mikvah, of this washing, that even the change into his regular, civilian, everyday clothes was part of the avoida, was part of the service. This for Rav Hirsch really does end the circle for us. That yes, all this is taken into account, but for the ultimate goal of living our lives. All this is living our lives out in the home. All this is for living our lives out on the street. All this, this inspiration, this moral education, its goal is to be lived out in the street as a Jew. As a Jew that is a Am Kodesh, a nation of priests. That is the ultimate goal of where it is all taking them to. This service in the temple, its ultimate resting point was when we were living it out in our lives in the street. So there we have it. This idea of a very ancient practice, a very ancient ritual, but of her showing us its moral relevance, but on the next level, showing how that it really does call out to the everyday life of the Jewish man and the Jewish woman. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week.